0: Welcome to the Live Humble, Dream Big podcast. My name is Kelly, and this is episode four, the lens you use to look at the world. Alright, so welcome back to the podcast. This is episode four. It's actually not the fourth episode, although it that's its title. Um, I have a lot of bonus episodes since I did the third one, so and they were kind of just like transfers over from my blog, so it's, it might be a little confusing, but who really cares what episode number it is or anything like that. Um, the point is, I'm back. I actually did the bonus episodes to carry me for like a week or two because I knew I wasn't going to be doing any uploads for a little bit um, due to the fact that I just, life, you know, that life was going on, and um, I was trying to get the house a little bit more in order. I was trying to start menu planning more because I used to be really into menu planning and then again life (laughs) and so I kind of slacked on that and I noticed a couple things one stress oh my goodness stress stress is at an all-time high when there are not plans in place people so um yeah recommend menu planning just planning whatever you can not to like an excess but just anyway that's a little bunny trail bonus for you there um but yeah so I started menu planning again, so I feel a little bit more relaxed knowing what's coming up for dinner, and um, my daughter actually made dinner completely by herself last night. She's nine, so that was amazing. It was so good. She did an amazing job. She loves cooking, so um, hey, there you go. I love cooking too, but I am willing to open my kitchen to her so she can learn and so she can help me out, and I have been working on getting our vlog started back up, our family vlog, and... This is something that we have loved and cherished for years um, that we used to do, and we watch our old videos all the time, um, and we just we miss it, so we want to start doing it again, so I've been working on that, and I just have so many side projects going on, so this kind of got pushed to the side for a bit, but like I said, that's what the bonus episodes are for, but this is one of my official episodes, and it is episode four, and it is the lens that you look at the world through and this is something that i have been kind of thinking about for a while um something that i have been talking about for a while something that i have been really just kind of like meditating on for a while like it's something that i noticed about myself and i noticed about other people and it's very, like, interesting. It's very multi-layered. Layered. Um, it has so many different um, factors to it that it's it's something that could easily be expounded upon. Like, it, we could just keep adding um, things to this thought. So once, once I explain it to you, it's going to just, like, there's, you're going to have so much to unwrap about it in your own life, in your own personal um, walk. And, I think it'll be really relevant for everyone um, once you realize that we all do this. This is something we all do. Okay, so <clears throat> my, my thought here is the lens that we're looking through. So we all have a lens that we're looking through. If you could imagine it as a pair of glasses or uh, contacts or just whatever, something up to your eyes um, that would change the way that you view things. And we all have those. And yes, we can change our lens um, with some work mostly on our part, lots of work. (laughs) Um, But we all have a lens, and our lens is affected by very many things. Our lens is affected by the family we grew up in, our lens is affected by the environment we currently live in, our lens is affected by our life experiences, um, which are ever changing, you know, our past, present, and future. Um, our lens is affected by our mindset and what we choose to focus on and view things as our lens is affected hugely by how connected we are to the word of God. Um, this is a big one because the Bible tells us, um, how to, how to live, but also, how to view things, you know, in light of eternity, because there are people out there, guys, that don't have hope. They don't have, um, a view of eternity like we do. We we know, you know, we know that our hope is in Jesus Christ and that we are going to live for eternity no matter what. But we know that heaven is our home if we have accepted Jesus and repented of our sins and we believe that he died on the cross and that he rose again and, you know, heaven is our home. So we, we can, that's a big part of our lens. You know, we view things in light of eternity, whereas some people are just viewing things as the here and now, and that can majorly affect the way that we view things. I mean, that could be a whole discussion in and of itself. Um, but so my point is there's a lot of a lot of factors when it comes to our lens and how we view the world. Um, so one thing that kind of got me thinking of this the other day um, was a discussion I was reading and uh, taking part in, and it was about um, grades, child- grades in school. Um, and I'm not talking to ABC, that type thing, although that can be another. Um, I'm talking about, like, grade l- levels. So a really common question that... Almost all children get asked on a weekly basis or however often you're around other people. And a lot of times around the holidays with family you haven't seen in a while um, is, what grade are you in? And it's a common question. Everyone asks kids that. A lot of people ask me that. You go to the dentist and they ask you what grade your kids are in or they make conversation with your child as they're in the chair. Hey, so what grade are you in? I mean, if people see you in the grocery store and they say, you know, it's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. Why aren't you in school? You know, so people are curious about homeschool children and families, and understandably so, and thankfully so, because curiosity breeds questions and that breeds knowledge, and then people can learn and maybe, you know, adapt these things to their own life. Maybe someone's curious because they've always wanted to homeschool their children or be homeschooled, and it's just, you know, so I love informing people when they ask, I, you know, they ask what grade my children are in. Now, I give my, I give them the answer they're looking for first, and then I give them the answer that they need. <laughs> so, and that's what I do with a lot of things in life, if you know me. Um, so they're looking for a number. So I'm going to tell them, well, if my children were in a public school setting, which is where they use the grades at, you know, um, they would be first and fourth. And... That's the black and white answer, right, okay so, but then the expounded answer is my children don't really fit into any specific grades because and not in a I'm not saying it in a bragging sort of way, but I kind of sort of am because why wouldn't I brag on my children right um they are above grade level in almost every subject, but I'm not. It, If I said, oh, well, in math there and this and in reading there and that would just be crazy nutty. We could stand there an hour and discuss that. But and, and, you know, sometimes on a Monday they might be, you know, third grade and in a specific subject. But by Friday, maybe they're fourth grade. There's just so many like factors to that so you can't really put someone in a grade level and so that's one of the things I like to try to explain because all children learn differently all children um and and a lot of our subjects we do together also which is another thing that really kind of wouldn't make sense for us to have grade levels I mean can you imagine depending on how many children you have doing a different grade level for every child for every subject I mean it would just get nutty so a lot of the, um, a lot of our subjects we do together and a lot of our subjects we do together most days and some days we do separate. And it's just very hard to put all those things in categories, you know? So, but that got me thinking about, the lens that people look through, you know, like what, uh, another question that we get asked is what hours do you do school? You know, what, what, um, how many days a year do you do school? And, you know, we're looking at when we ask these questions and I still ask these questions to my homeschooling friends. So this is kind of wacky because then when the questions asked of me, it really makes me think more, but, um, you know, there's no black and white answer because like, yeah, we do school four days a week, usually sometimes five. Um, we do school, I would say generally from 10 to two ish, but again, totally random. Some days we don't start till 11 and sometimes we don't finish until four at again, totally random. It doesn't, these things are not, um, um, Really things that a lot of homeschoolers focus on some homeschoolers they thrive on replicating the public school system, and you know what if that works for you, if conventional school rules work for you and your family, and you're you're doing it and're it's causing you joy instead of stress, and it's giving you a sense of comfort to be within parameters and you know then go for it. Please, by all means, absolutely go for it. Because some people are amazing with that, but then other people, they're not, and they, and it's just, it doesn't work for their family. And they want to have the freedom to take off on a Thursday and go to co-op. They want to go to a random field trip when the opportunity presents itself. They need to factor in um, the fact that there's a new baby in the house. The fact that. Um, you know, dad comes home from work at a certain time and we would like dinner to be ready. So maybe we start in the morning and then take a break and do the rest in the evening. We need to factor in random family vacations. We need to factor in, um, play dates, just so many different things. We need to factor in life, you know, maybe something comes up and we just need to take a day or we need to swap a day around and all these things. But when we look at, um people asking these questions, they're, they're asking these questions because they're looking at them from a lens of what they're used to, you know, people that have never been exposed to, you know, um, homeschooling, they, they don't know what kind of lifestyle it, how it's different, how it differs from those who are in public school. Even me, like I was public schooled and my whole life, and. Even now, I still find myself struggling with a lot of homeschooling concepts, and it's crazy because we've been doing this since my oldest, who is 18 now, was in fourth grade. So we've been doing this for a minute, (laughs) and I still find myself, you know, using that whole conventional schooling lens to look at our lives and our day, and sometimes it can make me feel like an outright failure, but that's why it's important to remember how where you're looking at it from and to kind of readjust yourself because our lenses are ever changing. Not only do they change on a wide scale, you know, from year to year and season to season of our lives, but they they need to change on a daily scale, you know? So we need to readjust ourselves constantly so that we are looking at ourselves with the proper perspective, a heavenly perspective first and foremost. But then a seasonal perspective, you know, as to where we are in our lives and just to remember that we have to give ourselves grace, we have to be patient with ourselves and our families, and uh, we have to really kind of reprogram ourselves and adjust based upon where we're at and what, where we need our lens to be, um, to be patient with ourselves and our families. So yeah, that was just a little blurb I had, thoughts I had on the whole lens that we view life through. And I kind of wanted to get it out there. And there's all kinds of other different lenses. Um, you know, whether you choose to, um, have a home birth or a hospital birth is a big one um, that I see a lot of tussle and bustle in the community about, you know, there's no right answer nowadays. I mean, I would hands down say if you were able to, equipped to and safely have a home birth and that is such a beautiful and amazing and very viable option in the world today you know with the way things are going and I think it's amazing and I love it and we wanted to with our last um with our last two actually but especially with our last and it just so happened that we weren't able to due to some unforeseen circumstances and just due to the way that some things happened we felt safer going with the birth center. And of course, God likes to, you know, God has his own plans. And so we ended up not even being able to do the birth center. We ended up having to do a hospital birth. And I think maybe God was showing me that it's okay to make plans, but ultimately he's in control. And um, that's again, a message for a whole nother post or a podcast or whatnot. That's not something I want to delve into here, but I'm just saying there's so many different lenses. So, um, do you guys have any, any experiences with these types of things? Have you ever thought about the lens that we view life through or the lens that others are viewing life through and how it's affecting our interaction with them? If so, please leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you know anyone who could benefit from it, please share it with them and see you next time.